हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू द सेकंड एपिसोड ऑफ नो मोर देन अदर्स आई निराली शाह वुड बी ब्रेकिंग सर्टेन मिथ्स एंड प्रोवाइडिंग टिप्स ऑन चाइल्ड डेंटल केयर विद अ वेरी गुड एंड डियर फ्रेंड ऑफ माइन डॉक्टर स्नेहा साधवानी हु इज अ पीरियोडोंटिस्ट बेसिकली स्पेशलाइजिंग इन चाइल्ड डेंटल केयर सो स्नेहा साधवानी वेलकम टू आवर पॉडकास्ट Thank you, Dr. Nirali, for inviting me to share my views. Uh, I am Dr. Sneha Sadwani, and I am a periodontist, and currently I am working as a consultant in and around Mumbai. All right, that's great. So, uh, Sneha Sadwani, can you tell us like how does a normal day of yours look like? Uh, so normally, I visit different clinics and uh, attend different kinds of patients having all levels of anxiety. some with very low some are very uh, like, you know anxiety levels are very low they are cooperative and happy mm. to get the treatment done mm. while some are very anxious crying scared so we need to pacify them treat them also we deal with the uh, specially challenged children so it's a challenge yeah. for me and uh, at the end of the day it makes me happy if you know a right treatment is provided and a difference can be made in a child's life So that is a very satisfying feeling, I'm sure. Yes, I know. So what is the age group of children that you normally deal with? Uh, so we, a periodontist can deal with uh, an age group right from one year of age to you know thirteen to fourteen years of age. Okay. To begin with, we all know that dental fear is instilled in everyone's minds, be it adults or children. Where adults fear is still manageable, children's fear is sometimes a task for the dentist as well as parents. So, what are your thoughts about the fear, and how do you manage these kind of patients who have intense amount of fear? Uh, yes, rightly said, fear is most common. Uh, you know, but uh, what children have fear is not. Uh, you know, a fear of a dental setup or dentist per se. Hmm. What children fear is have a fear is of fears of doctors uh, in general. Okay, so right. it's the clinical setup, the aprons, hospitals. All this is what the the children fear. So hmm. what what happens is, uh, you know, in India especially there is this uh, trend that you go to a dentist only when you know there's an emergency or there's a pain in the tooth. Right. So in that case, what happens is when the child is not aware of the dental surrounding, like how the chair works. There's a light that focuses on you. There's a sound, the sounds of the drills, the suction and compressor that are that are present in the clinic generally. So mm. all these things are very new to the child. So all this gives rise to a fear of unknown, which everyone right. has. It's nothing like you know per se as a children has. Even you and me, if somebody comes and mm. tells me. you know go and settle in a new city uh, or go for an interview tomorrow so i am not aware of the surrounding there i don't know what i'm going to deal with so obviously i'll have a fear of unknown mm. so children also have the same fear like you know what is this new surrounding like what is this setup like is it a, like a hospital mm. so that is how you know the fear hap- uh, takes place in this child's mind all right how to overcome this kind of fear do you think environment fa- environmental factors play an important role in this environment at home yes especially it plays a very important role mm-hmm. and uh, you know it is like the mindset of the people at home especially parents mm-hmm. 
if mm-hmm. the parents are anxious about the treatment of the child they will transfer this uh, anxiety to the child so okay. that is called paternal anxiety and specifically mothers because obviously mothers are more attached no are like spend more time with children and children they learn by observation hmm. so they keep observing their parents especially mothers so right. this maternal anxiety is what the mothers unintentionally transfer it to the child if they have had their own uh, bad experiences in the past like can you elaborate on this uh so let me give you an example so consider these two situations hmm. wherein first uh, the child is maybe playing he's running and he he has a fall and he has hurt his knee hmm. so what will the mother immediately do is you know pick the child up pacify the hmm. child give some moral support you know some words of strength that no no you're bigger than this it's nothing hmm. so what the child thinks is okay if my like you know the trust factor of the child is maximum with his mother hmm. so what the child will think yes if the if my mother is saying that it's you know it's nothing it will heal so maybe it's really nothing you know i don't hmm. have to worry about it now hmm. consider another situation wherein there is a tooth pain the child is coming to the mother with a tooth pain Right. So and the mother has you know maybe had their her own experiences which were not very good or maybe you know she she knows about the tediousness of the procedures of a, of a dental procedure right. so she panics so what she you know she just starts saying that why don't you listen to me why don't you keep eating chocolates mm. these these procedures are so lengthy how will you manage so now what the child thinks is when you know uh, when the this panic which the mother has is observed by the child in terms right. of her actions instructions so mm. the child now thinks that mom did worry so much at the time of the fall but now she is worried so maybe a dental visit is really painful okay so and add on to add on to this there is a fear of unknown mm so that is how the anxiety arises in the child so environment at home is really important I personally think that this is a very good point that you have pointed out. So, yeah. according to you, in general, now let's conclude. Like, it's better that the parents should, uh, you know, kids should accompany their parents so as to instill this positive attitude right from, you know, yes. very early age. Yes, yes, rightly said. In fact, there's a concept of dental home, wherein, mm. uh, you know, it's like you create a dental home or you create a dental-friendly uh, environment. when in the first visit of the child should be within the first year of age okay okay so what can happen is we can intervene like you know rightly said prevention is better than a cure so what we can do is keep a track on the development and on the uh, on the teeth so if there is any uh, tooth which we find is susceptible to getting cavitated in the future we can intervene mm-hmm. that there and then and okay. secondly the child will get accustomed to the environment hmm so right. all this what will happen is it will prevent any complicated procedures in the future and even hmm. if the child is accompanying the parent for their treatment so the parent will act as a model for the child you know yes. some some uh, trust factor with the parents is already there so that model model will be presented in the front of the child that you know if my mom and dad are okay with it if they are doing it that it means that means it's a trustworthy procedure ah uh.
So, uh, and what about the parents who are using words like injections? You know, so that is involuntarily creating a negative effect on child. Yes, yes, of course it is. All the words like injections, prick, pains. What happens is in India, we do is, uh, you know, uh, if the child doesn't eat properly, eat this, or the doctor will give you injection. If mm. you keep eating chocolates, doctor will pull out your teeth. So mm. what we are basically doing is we are presenting doctors as villains in front of mm. them, and treatments uh, that are you know useful for them, helping them, are presented as punishments. Right. So instead of using words like injections and pricks, what we can do is instead tell them what is the importance of a good dental hygiene, or you know what are the importance of health, so that. you know they can uh, implement certain good habits uh, in their daily life plus doctors and dentists will help them achieve these goals of a better health and a better dental hygiene so that is very yeah. important for like you know from a parent point of view to uh, instill in the child that doctors and dentists are here to help you mm. and you know they are not villains or they don't want to punish you because you have done something wrong Rightly said. So uh, next time we should always, you know, interrupt anyone who is telling their kids that do if you are gonna do this, you are gonna get an injection. So that invariably creates, uh, you know, let's say subconscious fear. Subconscious fear. I mean, uh, the parent will be more uh, aware. Will be more aware that she shouldn't, he or she shouldn't be using those words. and that will be definitely reflecting on the child in long future yes of course so whatever uh, dr sneha has told is not just limited to dental treatment itself it's in general to any practice or any sports or anything which is uh, maybe you know scary for a parent but uh, it shouldn't be how a parent should be at least a parent should try to portray it in a positive way so that the yes. kid will absorb it in a positive exactly because these things happen unintentionally no parent hmm. would you know intentionally instill a fear in the child they would always want to be their child to be brave enough to face the situations but these things happen unintentionally true and one more myth i would like you to uh, you know discuss is that uh, we all know that milk teeth are replaced by permanent teeth yes But in general, in our practice, I've always seen that whenever a parent comes, the line of treatment for any toothache or any, uh, you know, black spot is removal of tooth. So, what is your say in this scenario? See, removal of the milk tooth is the last treatment that any that you know you should do. That is the last hmm. line of treatment that you should be giving the child, hmm. like any dentist, a pediatric dentist or a general dentist, whoever. so because what happens is milk teeth are there for a purpose and they mm. all fall at a particular age not right. all teeth will fall at the same time mm. so the purpose of the milk teeth is to help the child chew the food so that the proper nutritional value of the food is achieved mm. now many parents come and tell me that the child is not eating properly because of the pain so when we mm. observe when we examine the child there are multiple teeth which are cavitated and a few teeth have mm. been removed or you know destructed completely due to cavities right so how do you expect the child to eat you know without teeth like we have seen our grandparents how they struggle without teeth to chew the food so mm. how do you expect the child to eat how will the proper nutrition be provided to the child if we keep removing the teeth 
exactly uh, what dr sneha sadwani has pointed out is a very good point and i have elaborated this about how um, you know not having proper teeth or removal of teeth or let's say cavitated teeth causes problem in your digestion which invariably reflects on your weight this is uh, been discussed in detail in first podcast so if you guys are listening to this first podcast make sure you are going through on the first podcast too so apart from removal of tooth can you shed a little light upon the other treatment modalities which your children which ch- child can go through uh, so the treatment modalities as you said if there's a black spot or if there's a pain so hmm. it will range from uh, a normal filling uh, or restoration hmm. as we call and to root canal treatments so on a regular visit what we can have what can happen is where we can you know intervene the cavity at an initial stage or even before it starts yes. so if there's a small cavity we can do a filling if we know that this tooth is susceptible to getting cavitated in the future we can seal it so everything mm. gets uh, curbed in the initial stage and then extensive cavities if already present we can go for root canals and give caps over it So, uh, doctor, this is a very good point. But what I want to share is the misnomer, or I don't know, let's just say, a fear amongst parents that you know children have have to go through a treatment like root canal. Yes. So yes. instead of doing, instead of going for a root canal, which is I guess suitable for children, they eventually plan for a removal of teeth. Yes. So as I said before, removal of teeth should be the last line of treatment. Hmm. Okay, because maximum times we you know we limit our treatments to saving the tooth, because what hmm. happens is it will maintain the space. Now, hmm. uh, what happens is when the milk tooth is present, it saves the space for the permanent teeth. So once you remove the milk teeth, the adjacent hmm. teeth will slip into the space, resulting yeah. in either blocking the permanent teeth to come in the bone, or the teeth hmm. will come out in an abnormal position. so in the future it there may be a malalignment and may it require an orthodontic or you know what we commonly called a braces treatment right so what the patient is saving uh, right now will be three to four times of the money that patient has exactly. to pay in future exactly so it's always better to save the tooth and root canals as you said root canals mm. in children's are our children are different than from the adults you no know, normally mm. in most of the cases root canals mm. can be completed in single sitting and it yes. is a safe procedure it is done under local anesthesia local anesthesia and it is a safe procedure right from 2 years to 13 years of age because i will request that uh, make sure when given a chance of saving a tooth you always do that rather than removal of tooth because it is definitely not so visible uh, ha- that it is that much harmful to your kid but it is in the long run be it in the form of digestion or in the form of abnormal teeth alignment so i would request go for the treatment of what a doctor suggests rather than you know making sure that removal of tooth is the best option for your kid Doctor Snya, that was a very great and informative session, and I hope uh, people listening to it have taken something back at home. Yes, I know. Uh, so thank you so much, Doctor Nirali, for having me. I'm glad to be a part of your idea to create awareness about dental hygiene and health. So hey guys, I hope you liked it. Also, if you have any questions related to it, you can definitely ask us on my Instagram handle, which is put on the podcast. 
also dr sneha sadwani is a consulting periodontist in my clinic if you guys have any questions related to child teeth care and other problems pertaining to it you can definitely ask us or dm us on the given details on my podcast till then take care and emphasize on tooth care